Hello. Hello. Oh, what have you done? <laughs> you got some sort of new microphone or something. Dude, it's so good. This thing is just awesome. Look at this thing. You sound very smooth. What is it? Oh, you've so got that Rode microphone. It's so good. And I got the AirPods now, so it's, it's full pro-level shit going on here. We are leveling up. Um, it's about damn time. How come you're not... Or, or is it about damn time? <laughs> uh, you got a beer? What's happening? What are you, uh, what are you sipping No, I there? don't have a beer today. Oh. Okay. I, um, I can't drink beer for the um, next two weeks. Oh, okay. Because I, uh, I lost a bet. Lost a bet with beer? I lost a bet. Yep. Oh, not about beer. I lost a bet with uh, our mutual friend, Taki Moore. Okay. My my, my business coach. And yeah, um, your coach coach. The guy coaches coach, you for coaching. The, the coach who coaches coaches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so basically what happened was when I was in Hawaii back in July, I had committed to uh, a few goals within the Rockstar Brewer business and I failed to deliver. And so when we were setting those goals back in Hawaii, Taki's very good. He sort of said, you know, look, you've got to, it's got to be risk versus reward. It's the only way you get things done in business. And so, you know, and I had to write down, I actually wrote down, write down here actually. I am listening. I can actually leave and I can no, still hear it's, you. That's it's like, um, give me one second. I'm well, that's what I do with my headphones as well. Um, so the, the risk, uh, the, the reward was, I think it was take a holiday to Thailand or buy a new, um windshield for the for the vfr and okay. the risk was no beer for two weeks but w- w- were these was the target like actions or was it like results results oh okay so i would so i'm assuming you did try to achieve the results i got uh, it was it was basically um you know um sales targets and all that sort of right. stuff and and right. um i got under halfway to my projected goal. Oh, okay. But the thing is, right, is that it was still it was still a fucking great result, but it's not what I set out to achieve. So yeah. Um, and so um uh I I saw someone else, they have a like a in Black Belt they have a private Facebook group there and I saw someone else post that they didn't make their July goal and all that sort of stuff. And I went, shit, I better write about mine. And so I posted a photo of what I wrote, no beer for two weeks, what I wrote in July uh, in Hawaii. And um, holy moly, the group just absolutely exploded because they all, you got to think about this community. It's a community of fitness coaches, lifestyle coaches, health and fitness fucking coaches. Um, they're all like these health nuts, right? Yeah. Mostly. Um, and and I'm the beer guy. And I remember rocking up in Hawaii, you know, to the opening night and they're at a bar and everyone's just drinking fucking club sodas and shit and I'm just <laughs> smashing pints. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fucking sick, you know. And um, and Taki doesn't drink. And mm. a lot of people there are teetotal and that sort of thing, which is fine. That's no, no judgment there. And the only person in Hawaii who did drink was this guy who coaches – Tommy builders on how to make their, their building, their trading businesses more profitable. <laughs> right. And so and I remember getting in the chat, in the WhatsApp chat, it, you know, I was like, oh, anyone want to come for a beer? Fucking tumbleweeds, except for Gary. 
<laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, I come from beer, mate. <laughs> so we went to Maui Brewing Company. It was great. Um, anyway, so, yes, I didn't achieve the targets that I set out. I wrote this post about what went right and what went wrong. And in I think the group important. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah. It's, but it's important to reflect. I mean, there were th- some things that have gone right since since joining um, Black Belt. And, you know, some of the things is like, you know, I'm re- redoing, you know, beer quality boot camp. Um, and that's taken the most time. That's probably the, probably the main reason that, that I didn't achieve the goals that I set out to achieve. I've done some experience with a little bit of social media on the Rockstar Brewer thing. And that's my biggest failure is not doing enough social media and getting the awareness out there. Okay. So now that beer quality boot camp's just about done, now I can start to focus on that. And, um, uh, and so, yeah, the group was amazing. So, you know, one of the, the, the key, um, one of Taki's assistants there, just reached out and said, right. And they just leap in. They go, right, what do you need? You need this, this, this. Okay. And they've teed me up with all these meetings for all, because it's not just Taki who does the coaching. He's got like a yeah. team of like 30 coaches. And um, he's the coach's like, coach. He's the, the coach of the coach who coaches coaches. Okay. <laughs> and um, and so like I've got a meeting tomorrow morning with one of their top like social media coaches and they're just like rallying around just to just honestly just to make what I do a success. It, it's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. That's pretty cool. Does when when they no, fly to Hawaii, do you think hey? when they fly to Hawaii, do you think yes. Taki flies first class and the coaches fly? I don't know. I'll ask next week, I suppose. So Coach? so the yeah. next so, so basically they have their they have their intensives like yeah, four I times mean, a year. Like me. Right. Oh, I I see what you did. There. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so they they have they get together like four times a year. Three times are, are, is face to face on an island, and the next intensive is next week, and it's virtual. And um, so I'm checked out for the few days to 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 make time for that. And um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens and what goals I'm going to set for the next. Till to the next three months, you know. So, yeah, yeah I think it's, 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 it's good to set ambitious goals, but you you do forget how much stuff gets in the way. I don't know. I, I one of the things that's probably been the most influential since joining Black Belt we, is the is the this this sort of breakout talk that they did with this guy called Chris Dufay, and he lives up on the Sunshine Coast and. He's very, he, he's what he said really struck a chord with me because he's very much anti the entrepreneurial grind, grind, hustle, hustle, and all that sort of shit. Mm. So I don't really believe in that either. Yeah. And he said, Look, you got to work hard, but you've got to work efficiently. And the way that you work efficiently is, you know, you take care of yourself, take care of your family, you take care of your business, and you got to take care of your health. Yeah. And, um, and, and I was just like, Oh shit! And he and he sort of said, right, we're going to make a weekly plan, and we're going to block out time for you to take care of your health. And that's one of the whole reasons I, you know, joined the gym and got Cohen, my PT, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, it's been a game changer. I, I, mm. I can't. It's just it, it's been absolutely phenomenal that, um, you know, I've I've joined a gym. I hated it for the first few weeks because it was fucking painful, and now I. 
want to go and I really like it. <laughs> it's That's like good. I just go and I just go and I lift heavy things and I zone out and 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 the benefits have been amazing. I was like I was at a, a, a doctor this week and you know got some blood work done. Doctor goes, you look you blood work's really fucking good right now. And I'm like sick, you know? Nice. Did so, he put his finger up your rectum at all? Or was that- uh not that time, but no. you know <laughs> Okay. Well, I just—I mean, we're sharing anyway, everything. On this um, yeah, of course. So, but but it's, but the whole thing is, is that it's been pretty good. But I still haven't answered your question. So, no, I don't have a beer. Right. But I am drinking a highball. Do you know what a highball is? Highball. Highball. No, I know what a fireball is. Is it like that? A no, highball. So no. it's basically I got this giant duty-free bottle of fucking Johnny Walker Red Label. Wait, let me get the screenshot of that little bad boy. I've got, I've got to pull it back. Right, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Got it. Fuck's sake. Got it. So I this is a drink that I picked up when I was in Japan. When you get sick of beer, just take all the unfermentable sugars out and have a highball, which is basically just um scotch and soda. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. I didn't feel like a um and just so it's just shitty scotch, you know. Um I didn't feel like uh a Jack Daniels. Um, and uh, even though I've got Jack Daniels, um, because I didn't want to have a caffeine late at night, so that's fair. Do you are you are you across the Jack Daniels single malt? Is is that a? Is that I've a thing never that's... tried any of the other things. No, okay. <laughs> it's like I go to the airport and you see them all in the duty free. You know, like a couple hundred bucks for a bottle of like Gentleman Jack or all this sort of stuff. Gentleman Jack's pretty good. I, I've had. Is it? I, I, yeah. I should try it because I, I've not tried it and. But just straight up Jack Daniels suits me to a T. That's fair. But or, or if, you, if you're worried about the, the caffeine intake, you could have, you know, you could have it by itself if you want to have a little sippy, you know? Yeah, but I don't really feel like something neat. I want to have a, a drink, drink, you know? That's fair. Yeah, it's an American thing, beer. isn't it? Like, like, yeah. like we don't really do that. But Americans no. just sit there and smash. They straight. do shots. Yeah. It's crazy. And they yeah. sip them. Yeah. So two weeks without beer for me. And um, so until the twentieth, which is the day before I go to Bali, and um, um, yeah, it's kind of yeah, that's kind of the way that it is. So I'm heading up the Sunshine Coast this weekend um, to go and visit some friends, and um, uh, and 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 literally just chatting to a friend on on Messenger just now, and <laughs> he's like, "Come up here, like get here for about three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Go to Moffat Beach," and I'm like. Dude, if I go to Moffat Beach and Maddie Wilson walks in, he sees me drinking spirits, he's going to fucking destroy me. <laughs> so he should. So he should. This is some bullshit, Hendo. Mm. we got to be supporting the industry. How about this? I've got an idea for you. What's that? I will give you this idea and then I'll cut this out, edit it out of the episode. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I'll edit. I'll, I'll spend so much time on editing. Um, go to Moffat Beach, mm. drink all of the beers. All right. And not tell anyone. Not social media. Don't say anything. Mm, no, I can't. I, 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 I've got to. I've got to wear this one. Hey. Don't. Okay. The, okay. I got to be. No, no. I'm serious. You got to be like the thing is, is that you got to have some fucking integrity. You know, it's like. No, I agree. Um, I agree. But it's a bad. Do thing what you say you're you, going to you, do. You know? You're a supporter of beer, so you, this yeah, is that's like, fine. This is like actually hurting your business to not to not be yeah, drinking beer. But don't forget, I've had. I've had. On the, even on this show, like two two weeks since where I've not had alcohol at all, you know, including beer. So this is yeah. But if you're new. going to the, if you're going to a place, if I'm going to a renowned for the yeah. breweries and you're yes. not drinking beer, it's like this is only uh, going to hurt your business. It's going to be yeah. 
it's going to be weird. Taki, if you're listening, stupid bet. I don't like this I, bet. I made the bet. I support, up. I support Taki's purchase of a new Land Rover, mm-hmm. but I do not support this bet. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. No, do you know I, you know I saw I saw his Land Rover and I was like I fucking need one of those. He's and crashed it. He crashed it. I bought it, one. Yeah, I, so I bought one. I mean, that wasn't the reason I bought one, but it was, yeah. you know, it was one of the things I saw that led my ADHD brain to want to buy it immediately. Yeah. And then I bought it and then um I'm getting it back this weekend, I think. Um That's sick. and then he he crashed it and now mm-hmm. he wants to buy another one. Yeah, probably because he's seen yours. He could possibly I sent him photos of mine. I'm like, dude, I bought one. I'm like, where's yours? He's like, fucked. <laughs> Jesus. He's got to buy another one. Oh, that's funny. Um, yes. What have I, you been doing? Well, actually, I, I wrote a post last night. I haven't published it yet, but it was the 12 weeks into running the coffee business and what, what I'd planned versus what had actually happened. And yeah, very right. much along the lines of what you just said. Um, I'm happy with how things have gone, but I was more ambitious about how many things I would change mm. compared to how many things I actually did change because operations gets in the way and there's fucking shit to do mm. and mm. there's not much time left for doing, you know, the old working on the business, not in the business thing. So very much along the lines of what you just said. Mm. Yeah. Life, I suppose. Yeah, but I, w- I will publish that post next up. week if anyone wants to read about yeah, do it. business. I'll read it. Maybe um, tomorrow, actually. Friday. Friday's a good yeah, day it's to do Friday. content. Friday. I do I'm have a beer unlike f- you. Oh, good. What have you got? I've got... Hiker. Hiker. Which one? I've got the Hiker Bock and I've got the Foster's Glass. The Foster's Glass. Yeah, shit. Schooner Glass. Proper schooner size. I went to a surf club, the Savo. Uh, the Northcliffe Surf Club. They had it was they had every CUB beer imaginable. They had like six different taps of Bolter. The shirts are wearing Bolter shirts. They had the tank thing up the top. Yep. They had they had like even Bolter IPA, which I, I didn't even know existed anymore. They, mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. all on tap. They had like six Bolters on tap. All of the Beacon beers on tap. All the CUB beers on tap. Um. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. That's 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 life now. In Did the they have world. the Cerveza on tap? They had Cerveza. They had like activations everywhere. They had like a Bolter light box up there with beers in it. They had the Cerveza um, ice box with all the Cervezas in there. They had shirts that were custom to the venue. Yeah, right. Like it's just – and then as soon as I left the venue, I drove out and saw a massive like 20-foot Bolter Cerveza billboard in the middle of Surface Paradise. It's – Fucking crazy. They're going deep on it, aren't they? Oh my god. Like the shirt, the shirt said delivered fresh to Northcliffe Surf Club from Volta or something like that. And it was a custom well, that's shirt. Kind of, that's that true, though. Is is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, delivered fresh delivered from fresh. Volta? Yeah. Wouldn't be. Yeah. Wouldn't be, surely. Wasn't wasn't brewed at one of the other CUB gigantic breweries? No, no, I think everything's done at Bolter. Really? Yeah. I think if the, if the Cerveza does okay, they might outsource that to one of the other breweries. But I mean, as soon as Packout, Stone and Wood got sold, they started immediately brewing it at Lime. 
uh, creatures. Yeah, I'm pretty. Mm. I'm pretty sure the same thing would have happened. Bolter, Bolter is not big enough to brew all that all that beer in Corumbin. It's a pretty big brewery. I mean, it was it was it's pretty big, but they've got the biggest brewery in the country, just up the road. Yeah, you don't think that they're not? You don't think they're brewing any product outside of Corumbin? They can't. They, those at Yatala, they can't. The tanks aren't configured for dry hopping or anything like that. So they could do Cerveza, definitely. I mean, I, I know nothing, that... and I was wrong about the felons thing. I know nothing, but it, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if you're was... dead, dead wrong, dead wrong, dead wrong. But it wouldn't shock me if one single can of Bolter was brewed elsewhere other than from it. But if I'm dead wrong and someone listens to, the, to me, then please correct me. Yeah, I'll humbly take the L, like I did with the felons barrel hole. Yeah, yep. grossly wrong. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, what have we got? Well, first off, we, we're at episode 100, which should be a gigantic milestone. Do you have, do you have any Except we don't speech roll or anything to say? Oh, is it episode 100? It's episode 100. Wow. Um, we did it. I, I, I told you about this a couple of weeks ago. I told you it was coming up. Yeah. And your reply was, I don't care. It has to be 112. Yeah. But 100 episodes is a lot. Of 100 is it's, good. It's I think we should number. mark the moment with a highball. Fuck's sake. <laughs> the only way to go. <laughs> All right. Well, we've also got two weeks' worth of news, possibly yep. 24 questions, and yep. okay. a lot of brewers reacts because I had Hendo reacts. Mm-hmm. Then we had the interview show last week with the guys from Kaiju. Yes, yes. And so I renamed it to Brewers React, but we didn't get to do it because – you know, a ship is happening. Yeah, the interview. So there's a, yes, there's a fucking yeah. lot to get through. Okay, um, let's kick it off with Deep Creek. So Deep Creek story came yeah. out in Bruise News last week, and we didn't talk about it because we're busy. Mm. And Bruise News reported that they owed four hundred thousand, or they had a problem, a four hundred thousand dollar problem with a recall or something. And turns out they owed four million. Yeah, that's Which, a lot of money. Because we did talk about it, I don't think on the podcast, but we we were sort of wondering like four hundred thousand. There's not a lot of money to go into VA for, but four no. million, definitely. Four million's getting up there. It doesn't say anything about the customs, like the, the their tax department. No, do you think that it did? It gave an it gave a um acronym for something which I assumed is what that meant. It was like ABA H-M. or something. Uh, possibly, yeah. Because it said I don't they. Know what it's called. There was a six hundred thousand dollar. Hang on a sec. ASB. What's it? ASB. Don't know. I don't know what that means. I think it's just. I just this this four hundred thousand dollars. Bank. All right. ASBC. ASB New Zealand Bank. HSBC. It is. And the the other thing it said it was two point six million in shareholder advances. What do you think that is? Is that a loan? No, why would you do that? Advance? It's like you mean paying shareholders out of company funds. I don't know what a shareholder advance is, but mm. um, anyway, mm. nine hundred thousand owed to third parties, including Gladfield. Because this is what we talked about every time there's a VA. We talk about the yes. fact that yeah, the suppliers a lot of suppliers and people get fucked over, and yeah. these. Gladfield, NZ Hops, Hops, Frothtech, Convoy, yeah, you know all, all the people who are actually supplying the company just get 
completely screwed. And in this yeah. case, it's a liquidation. And the other weird thing, was that this one where they put the equipment value? Let me look at Maybe it's a Bruce News article. One of them, I think, mentioned the equipment value was like 800000 Yeah, right. Yeah, there we go. So liquidators said they would hold a public auction to sell off plant and equipment with a book value of $800,000. Like, that's absolutely fuck all. $800,000. Well, they won't, but that's fuck all. Like, they mustn't have much equipment there, right? Oh, it's probably what they paid for it. That's a right, decent amount of equipment. I mean... Eight hundred thousand dollars doesn't get you a very good packing line if it's a, in no. a brewery. Like that's a that's yes. a pretty small setup. No, it doesn't get you a lot of tanks. You know, decent sized brew house, and it's interesting. Um, I think it's done. I think it's done. Yeah. So contrast that with, um, Epic. Bad Shepherd VA, which yeah. Come well, out that's interesting VA. that they've come out of uh, VA and and um, Derek and Didi still at the helm, which is good. Yeah, well, they seem confident in that. And then Crafty Pint has a very nice puffy article about how awesome it is. I don't know, dude. Yeah, but there's no details about There's no details. There's no details of it. It's like, yep, they're still in control of it. Okay, cool. How? And who loses, like? Someone's losing, yeah. right? Who's losing? Yeah. They owe all this money and they're not paying. You can it. you can get the docker from like ASIC, but you've got to pay 60 bucks for it. So do you think any of the beer media will do that? Probably not. Everyone oh. seems very happy about this. Like there's a the Briz News podcast, which I didn't listen to, but I assume it was all, all it sounds very easy times esque. Hmm. Where some you know, um, someone's come in with some money and restructured it, and away you go. Yeah. Okay. Very quick VA, though. Very quick, like three weeks or something. Three weeks, yeah. Very quick. Right. Very interesting and good on them. Mighty Craft results. Oh, someone was posting in all the fucking Facebook groups today. Oh, it'd be Craig from Moffat, probably. He just constantly posts in every no, single no, group. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Craig. Did you see the posting yesterday of the new beer? Like every single group, like every hour. Ugh. Oh, dude, chill out. Sorry. So fucking. So. I don't want to. I don't want to p- piss off Maddie Wilson because he's the king. Uh, here king we go. Wilson. Some guy called Dave Walls. I don't know who he is. Okay. So next Tuesday is the Mighty Craft AGM. The share price yeah. just hit. I'm just reading out this Facebook post. Yeah, the share price just hit one point three cents, its lowest price ever. Meaning the company has a market cap of about five point five million dollars. I think the votes for the wow. REM report and placements of shares to existing directors will have to fail based on the performance to date. At what point will they put it into VA or at least delist from the ASX? Can they just sell their remaining better beer shares to reduce debt? Otherwise, it seems dead in the water. That was a comment online. It was and... also exactly what I said about what six months ago on this podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What do you do? I don't know what you do when your market cap gets that low. I mean, if you can pay your bills, great. Well, yeah, but they can't. They they got all kinds of weird finance a while ago. I don't I mean, yeah, the, the share price is one thing if people aren't buying the stock, but the underlying performance is the real problem. And 
and yeah, it's it, underperforming. It, it, it better if better be can hold up the entire company and get the company to some kind of you know close to profitability or something, then that's sweet. But if it can't, that's then not gonna happen. It, it's done. Because they need it needs cash. Better yeah. be it needs cash. They, they, and they've said that. Yeah, I mean there could be a good outcome here. I mean it could it could they could shut it down and the individual brands that they bought give them back to the original owners and they just have a small business that they own again. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's happy and probably the whole industry's better off. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Let's hope that happens. It's uh it's I I, I think it's on tender hooks, really, isn't it? Definitely. And the Better Beer thing is super interesting because Better Beer now have loads of competition. And people with a lot of money, like you see that traveler thing, yeah. the amount of money they're pouring into that is crazy. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. And you got Bolter Cerveza and Cerveza, Kaiju Cerveza. There's all these beers that are the exact yeah. same beer. And they're all, you know, Bolter's just been marketed so heavily and they oh would out resource better beer any crazy. day of the week. Yeah. And and better beer are stuck with an owner who owns what, 25% or something like that. Who has absolutely zero cash? Who can't contribute at all? Yeah, to the operation. So interesting. How does it? How does it end? What do you? What's your prediction? I. What's your prediction about how better be goes? I mean, Minecraft. I. I think we both I agree. It's, it's I, going I, to zero. I, but the the thing in in my opinion, the whole thing hinges on is if Minecraft remains solvent. Cash is king, mate. Yeah, well, let's just say they don't. What they, I don't think they will. Do you think they well, will? if they're not solvent, well, then that's that's game over. It's VA liquidation, whatever. Right, but uh, what about better beer? What happens to the to better beer? Well, it becomes an asset that gets sold. Mm. Probably at a sale buy? price too. I wouldn't be surprised if the rem- the remaining she- the the balance of the shareholders buy buy back the shares. Mm. They don't have the kind of money. Who's who's going to buy that? Oh, you'd be able to finance that to buy back your own shares. Totally. Probably at fire sale, fire sale prices too. No, you'd be able to do it. The price was you'd right. I mean, they were talking about a valuation of $200 million or something. There's yeah, but if you buy 30%. it from a liquidator. Yeah. Liquidators, man, you, you know, having dealt with one, True. they're just like, just just, just give us the cash. That's all they want. Just give us cash quickly. Yeah. That's but, you know, it's like, it's no, there's nothing. When something goes into liquidation, it's not up for negotiation. There's no negotiation. Mm. It's like, how can I get cash quickly? That's how fucking liquidators work. But if the, and... if, the, if the other owners had cash, they would never have gotten Mightycraft involved. They, they, yeah, they don't have the thing spare is, right, is that they can let it ride as it is now. And if uh, if um, if Mightycraft go into VA or liquidation, right, get it cheaper. There's no rush. Yeah. Well, no, but the problem is that, that momentum is very, very important. And... This has been a big, big hit to their momentum. Like they were completely on fire and they announced they were raising capital about a year ago from memory and it never happened. Mm. And the whole Mighty Craft thing has been deteriorating. And what have they been doing? Like nothing. Hanging in there. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Have you watched the, um? We are you familiar with WeWork? Yes, the the co working space. The co working space. So they reckon. Yes. So WeWork's just gone into liquidation again. Um, well, the first, yeah, the first time, they the the founder got sacked because it was just craziness, and I think mm. it went. It didn't completely go under. It got taken over no, by like a VA. It was like a VA. It was like a VA, and mm. um, 
there's a movie, there's a documentary series about it, which is fucking awesome. If you haven't watched it, it's worth watching. Um, now they reckon, or some people think the original founder is going to buy back the company out of liquidation because they think now that it's in liquidation, they're going to sell off all of these co-working spaces, which had Cheating. all this money poured into them. Yes. Yeah, under a terrible business model, but the liquidators are just going to be like, whatever price you give it. me, yeah, I'll fucking take yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take your cash. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's the American um, the, the I, I think I recall from that movie. Out. I think I recall from that movie the thing that made WeWork work was low interest rates. The the thing that made the entire startup ecosystem of the last decade work was low interest rates, mm. zero interest. Mm. They refer to it as the the you know zero in, zero interest. Growth. Bubble. People Bubble. were investing in anything. Yes. Because they couldn't put their money anywhere else. Yeah. And there was no return. Yeah. yeah. WeWork was actually cool though. I actually had a WeWork office with WP Curve. We we were based in yeah. San Francisco out of the WeWork there. Yeah. Expensive. I mean, yeah, it wasn't cheap. It was, I think it a was beer and tap. Yeah. Not black ops, but yeah. Mm. Beer and tap. You got a little yeah. cubicle. It was expensive, but it was cool. It was a, it was mm. a good office. Did you meet some interesting people? Well, I didn't work there. My co-founder worked there. I went there a couple oh. of times, but okay. Yeah, WeWork was pretty cool. It was just mm. massively overvalued. Yeah. Anyway, all right. What do you want to go to? Mubru or cost of beer? Cost of beer because it mentions Mazen. But I want to get. Uh, I want to pour another eyeball. Well, you can't have a fucking beer because you just signed this bullshit deal. Got to do it, man. You got to like do what you say you're going to do. Hundred percent. Agree with water. that. But <laughs> if you're going to do a deal like that, it should be based around your actions that you can directly manipulate. Because there's so much understand. shit that's out of your hand. Like sales targets, is it's good to have a target, but you, you don't have direct control over that. You have direct control over no, I, your I, activities. No, no, I, I um, no, there, there was there wasn't just sales targets. That was just part of it, but it was more about things that I was supposed to implement in the business that didn't get implemented as well. So it wasn't just solely around sales. Yeah. So, um, it's right. You live and learn. Mm-hmm. Give me a sec. I'll be right back. All right, so Hendo, oh, actually, you can probably listen to me because he's got this technology that I've got. We're referring to an article called The Exploding Costs of Brewing Beer in the Crafty Pint, and it features Mazin, who was the friend of the pod, although we didn't host the other week, so fuck Mazin, but just kidding. I hope he doesn't listen. I don't think he listens. Um, and it has a nice little infographic showing percentage increases in different bits and pieces that make up the cost of beer. And it's pretty fucking interesting. I mean, the, the bottom line is costs have gone points? up a lot. What was the key points? I was looking at the infographic, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the things I took away might be different to what you take away. Do you want to look at it? And I'm looking at it. Tell me what you so take away. So we've got here... That the uh, the 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 RRPs have not gone up since 2018, and since 2018 in 2020 from 2018 to 2022, 
And in 2023, RRPs have only gone up 11.5%. But, um, you know, things like utilities have gone up 90%, malt's gone up 20%, hops have gone up, you know, 40%. And, um, yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, there's, I think there's a, there's a bit of a myth that I wouldn't say misleading, but this infographic does not tell the whole story. Like if you look at those years, I only know my experience from running a beer company during those years. Yes, yes. And 2021, okay, some of these costs were starting to go up, but business was exploding. Yes. It was a crack during year. the pandemic. Well, it was post-pandemic. It was it was mm. was once they reopened the doors, and um, there was a whole bunch of extra money in the ecosystem from yeah, everyone was cashed and, up from job yeah, all that and shit. Yeah. So yes, okay. So percentages might have gone down a little bit, but from my point of view, and and you know, I know other people in the industry around this time, and I talked to them around this time. Um, it was not a bad time, and this infographic paints the picture that you know costs had gone up so much that period twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two was disastrous but revenues had gone up a lot for a lot of companies yes. during that time um so i don't know if that paints a super clear picture well you can see that the rrps haven't gone up though so yeah but if you're, unit if hasn't if gone you're up. making okay but that if you're if you're profitable at that time right yes go on Sorry, I just got an offer I can't refuse. I didn't lose that bet. <laughs> if you're profitable, <laughs> sorry. If you're profitable in 2020, right? Yes. Your costs go up, I don't know, whatever the overall percentage is. There's an overall percent? Yes. Well, that's 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 from 28. That's fuck all, really. I mean, yeah, 4% yeah. in one year yeah. is fuck all. 30% since 28. So costs are going up, not much. But you're profitable and your turnover is going up by a lot mm. and you're just making more profit. Yes. So that that period there that looks terrible could could have actually been a very good period, and it was because you remember twenty twenty one. There was no businesses struggling. Like it was it was fucking we we're making making it rain. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing to consider. The other is the interesting thing to me from this is like how, and you warned me about this before I started the brewery, which was mm-hmm. how fucking onto it you have to be with finances. Hmm. And these, fuck yeah, you know, like like businesses like the coffee business, I have like reasonably rudimentary targets to hit, and if I know if I don't hit them, it's not good. And same as restaurants, mm. like I was talking to Aaron before, they have like the thirty thirty ten, where it's like mm. this percentage mm. of wages should make up turnover, this percentage of rent, mm. Mm. um, and then there should be ten percent like left over. You know, like they have these like yes. there's like four things to consider. Yes. Brewing, way more than four things. I mean, this this entire chart is only talking about, like, the cost of beer. Yes. You think about it, this is already, like, what, 10 things on there? And then you've got the entire operation of running a brewery to figure out how yes. to do that efficiently. It, it, it's yes. a very, very, very tough business. Yes. Yeah, true, true. But there's been some stuff that's that's... It's uh, yeah, you're you're right because the thing is right. If you look at this this chart here, you've got the breakdown of costs, right? And you look of like you know chilled storage is one point zero nine percent of the breakdown of costs, and that's gone up thirty two percent. So thirty two percent of one percent is not a lot, 
No. Excise, though, however, right, 45, you know, 46%, and that's gone up 7%. That's significant. Well, it's not significant. It's not because it's gone up 7% in four years. Yes, but it's a bigger it's a bigger proportion of the cost of production, though. Yeah, but but seven percent in four years. No, when, way, when, way no, less no, no, than inflation. I, that change of cost is per year. That that has no, gone no. up seven percent. It went up seven percent in February, mate. Excise went up seven percent in February. Well, how come they they put okay twenty twenty two up thirteen percent since twenty eighteen? Oh, okay, so that that's the individual year. Okay, okay, mm. okay. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it's, it's a percentage. I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into the excise being the problem. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, look, um, it's just a cost of doing business. I, I, I think, I don't think excise is the problem. I think the lack of parity with ex, with other alcoholic beverages is a problem. I, I can, t- I can tell you, looking at these numbers here, having a business during this time. These are numbers of a business that is run very well. Yes. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Like I like there, there are percentages in here that I've seen in this industry that would blow your fucking mind in terms of increases yes. over that period. Oh, 100%. And none of them are evident in this infographic. And so mm-hmm. I think I think if these numbers are correct, I think, you know, Hawkers is a very well-run business and there's other parts of the industry where businesses are run nowhere near as well as what is portrayed yeah. in here. Yeah. Um, the chilled storage thing is super interesting. One of the big lessons that I learned when I was at Black Ops is, and and I, I, I wondered this after I left, whether, because I remember when I first went to Stone and Wood and I was like, fuck, you don't keep the beer cold. It's like, oh, that's interesting. But I also knew they pasteurized the beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, the insurance on cold rooms is out of this world. Oh, yeah, it's huge. You know why, though? Because they burn and... They're flammable, them. yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that got my attention, the chilled storage thing. Because I don't know if that... Like, th- th- it's a massive percentage increase. And like you pointed out, it's going from 1%, so maybe it's more of a... Maybe that's not an indication of how much it increased, but mm. I know throughout the period, paying insurance on cold rooms was a big thing. And then you have the question: like, do you you don't do you have a choice? Do you not pay the insurance? Do you keep the beer mm. warm in Queensland? It's pretty fucking mm. tough. But yeah, it's interesting to think about that because that's certainly not something I ever thought about. But when I looked at the insurance bills. I was like, holy shit, like something has to be done about this cost. It's completely out of control. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. You probably have a perspective on that because it's a quality thing, isn't it? It's- yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, as in not putting a beer in a cold room or? Yeah. not Yeah, m- making a decision to if, either. If you pasteurize, pasteurize your beer, and- then then there's less of a need to refrigerate it. Um, but you do the damage. You do the damage. You do some damage to the beer when you do pasteurize, right? Um, but it, but it becomes more stable. Yeah, but then if you don't pasteurize, you have it sitting in a cold room, and then if yes. you sell the majority of that beer to Woolies and Coles anyway, and it sits in their warehouse unpasteurized, well, right. getting yeah, warm, it's it's not good for the beer either way. So mm. yeah, 
Yeah, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. It's a tough game, dude. It makes it, oh, it yeah. just makes it clearer and clearer to me the longer uh, I spend in the coffee industry how tough the beer said, game is. I can't remember who said this, uh, whether whether I something I heard at, at Bruasia or I've read it somewhere in the last couple of days or something like that. Someone had said um, the beer market isn't maturing, it's matured. What do you think of that? I think the opportunities have changed. That, that's all I yes. think. No, no, I, and the, yeah. the, the, having a mature market doesn't mean there's no opportunities. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a fucking Cerveza, for instance. Well, yeah, possibly. Or just return to the craft of doing smaller, you know, mm. being a, being the hiker as opposed to the yeah. ballistic. That's right. You know? yeah. like the, I was there today. Well, okay. Well, if you're anything like Adam Shell, you're probably fucking there every day. Every day, yeah. Adam Shell's. He wasn't there today. So you went to hiker and didn't have a beer. No. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I got How laughed at. It's fucked. Scooter. Oh, can I tell you what I've done to the Leave scooter? Can I tell you least. last week what I did to the scooter? I saw what you did at hiker with your stupid scooter. So did I say that out loud? Yeah. Well, it's less smoky in now. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Okay. It's a food production facility for starters. Yes, it's right. a place where customers come in and enjoy a hospitable environment. Mm-hmm. You can't drive a scooter and attempt a burnout on the way out. I didn't do a burnout. Bird. I didn't do a burnout. Well, I didn't say you did a burnout. I said you attempted a burnout. I did not attempt and a burnout. Flipping the bird to the owners of the company as you drive out the door, smoking your two-stroke bullshit bike. <laughs> you can't do that. Okay. I mean, admittedly, there was a little bit too much oil in the mixture and the scooter was very smoky. Yes. How much of that smoke going to seep into the barrels of the Adam beer? It's, a sm- it's already a smoked beer. Fuck off. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, you got me there. <laughs> so it's got a bit of two-stroke in it. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> All right, what have we got next? All right. Oh, Parenti Brewing opening next month. Oh, I, yeah, I'll put that, that in there because okay. this is the – you remember this one? It was the one that was supported by um, Brandon from Burley and it's Kent oh, and the Campbell, one in, the original in, uh, in, in Lee. Yeah, it's in, in Ben Lee. Yeah, okay. Well, this is interesting. Did you know I've got a, a, a bit of a weird connection to this story? Go on. Other than – well, I've got three connections to this story and I'm not going to talk about two of them, but one of them is – that when they brought Zarafas to Queensland, when Kenton Campbell was doing Zarafas like really early days in Queensland, mm-hmm. he was working with Lindsay, who yes. was the founder of my company. Okay. My my coffee business. Yes. Um, and Lindsay had the first coffee cart in Queensland, which was at, at the uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was working with Kenton on the whole Zarafas thing. And they had a falling out and they went separate ways. And right. Kenton made Zarafas. Lindsay eventually started this company that I ended up buying. And very, very weird connection, but that's that's what happened. So what, what's this story about? Reading to open its doors, distillery mode market. Uh, $6 have you million driven, you've driven past there? You would have seen that? Uh, no, I actually haven't. Is it the old distillery building? It's it's on the freeway, like right yeah, next yeah, to the Yeah, I know the, rum. the old the old Beanley rum distillery building. Yeah, but they made it into like a fancy like market and shit. There's umbrellas and all kinds of shit mm-hmm. there, you know. 
three lagers, mid-strength lager, clean, crisp lager, and dark lager. Yeah, I'm really surprised they use the word dry and crisp in their product descriptions. That's a, that's a real surprise. Nah, just what's, kidding. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. They look good. I like the branding. I think it looks I like the tight. branding too. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty uh, – it's not It's not sort of that postmodern bright pastel colours fucking yeah. thing going on. It's it's clean. It's whites and golds and blacks and, yeah, I like it. It's Japanesey. It's crispy lagery. It's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd go check it out. I like lager. You do like lager, yeah. All right. Well, let's fucking go. We've got a, we've got a month. Well, it's halfway between your place and my place. Exactly. Let's go and drink some lagers. Um, should we do some hendo reacts? Wait, let me let me have a quick little squizzy poo at the um Facebook group. See if we've got any questions. Yeah. You're not allowed to look at these questions. No, not that. Um, there is. There is a few questions. Do you want to do some Hendo reacts and then some questions? Or the yeah, other of way course. around? Because we do yeah, have some yep. questions. Yep, I'll do Hendo reacts. Let me share my screen. All right, share, share sound. Screen. So I have to share sound. Oh, you know, we got a got a little YouTube situation. Did I fill you in on oh, that? Again. Fuck, sorry. Let me, let me oh, bring this up. What now? It wasn't too bad. It was, I think it was, I mean, oh God, we got a lot of emails. Oh, okay. No, What's going on? Who's this guy? Hundred women Medina. Okay, okay. Well, that's spam. Um, mm. Okay, I I really should check these emails. Yeah, you should. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so, wait a second. Let me let me. Yeah, that's spam. Let me find the the YouTube thing. Oh, monthly performance on Google Podcast forty one plays. Okay, that's good. I mean, it's not amazing, is it? But... It's 12 a week. You should, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Hi, Boss Brewer. We want to let you know our team reviewed your content and we think it violates our spam, deceptive practices, and scams policy. We know you may not have realized this was a violation of our policies, so we're not applying a strike to your channel. That's good, right? Yes. But what, <laughs> what content did they highlight? <laughs> Just bear with me. However, we have removed the following content from YouTube. Episode 98, filter crowdfunding, Adam Beer, Brew Asia update. What, Come on. Fucking episode? I don't know. URL. URL, news.com.au, former Woolworths CEO, mm. Roger yes. Corbett accuses BWS yes. abandoning customers. You know what you got to do? Stop posting links on, on YouTube. I don't like that, do they? Don't post links. You post okay. links, they think it's spammy, you're trying to you drive traffic there and that sort of thing. That's fair. Don't put don't put it in the description. Okay. That's all you gotta do. That makes sense. Yeah. So do you think they've removed the whole episode or just the I don't the know. Link? Go check. Go check. So the link was former Woolworth CEO Roger. No, the episode's still there. Hang on. We have 121 subscribers. That's that's pretty good. Pretty close to 12. Oh, they just oh wow, they just hid. The Endeavor link. And left oh, that's all the fair enough. That's good. Yeah, we're lucky. Okay, Don't post links on YouTube, okay. eh? Okay, good. Noted. We got away with the... Yeah. All right, let's have a look at Hendo Reacts. All right, Hendo Reacts. Share screen. Sound? 100%, always. 
fuck. That's how we get the fucking copyright strike. Yeah, but it's fun. Instagram reel. Oh, oh shit. It's a floating beard. Oh, where's that? Where's the floating beer? Brewing Company. Yeah, it's a drone flying a cup of beer over to someone who's picked it up and the drone's That's a schooner, isn't it? Is that a schooner? It's a plastic cup. Right. It's a heavy, heavy amount of liquid, though. Pretty impressive, though. Very impressive. Look at how when he grabs the beer off, the drone shoots vertically. Yeah, because it's because it's not got the weight on it anymore. Yeah, so they've got a safety mechanism in there somewhere where people are thinking about getting that? chopped off. Not sure how I feel that, about it's that. It's definitely real, right? Yeah, it looks real. That's how we're going to get served beer in the future. I think it's cool as yeah. fuck. All right, here we go. ESPN F1. Turn on notifications. Not now. Like themed out for F1, oh, and I'm going to be hosting the Vegas uh, event in oh, a couple of so here goes. And then as you descend, Whoa. it just hits you. Sensory like overload. Exactly how it's I like it. House. And then, of course, on yeah. the Jumbotron, I got live positions of the drivers on the track. And then eight of my favorite drivers in car footage. This is live wow. as well. And then the main event on the big screen. Some additional information on the That's side the screens. Guys. And then in the back, because I've got this giant screen, I like using the animations of those live driver positions. Wow. And if oh, the rest is just a sensory room. overload, this is a more focused space and more comfortable. Still get some live information theater there, room. then three in-car footage. But the audio and video quality in the theater is incredible. Some of you guys have asked me what the place would look like themed. That's, um, that? that's like, so basically this has got like a bloke's basement and it's the ultimate lad's room where he's got like TVs everywhere. And a bar and pool tables and televisions everywhere. And he's got a Jumbotron in there. That and guy it's has F1. more money than all sex. F1 content. It's all, F1. F1. it's all Formula One. Yeah. Why? Because the Vegas Formula One is coming up. Yes. Did you watch the Brazilian Grand Prix by chance? Oh, I sure did. That was what did tasty. you think of the? It was very tasty. The Good. the Alonso Perez battle was fucking um, the last two laps were amazing. Dude, we've we've said it on this show many times. Alonso is the absolute king. He's the goat. Isn't it amazing that motherfucker is forty two years old? Yes, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, he kept he kept Perez behind him for ten laps. Perez got the best car, and Perez is no joke. Like I'm, I'm not a Perez no, no. Peter. Perez and did drive. you did you hear the um the the in car radio? No. Okay, so there's some really good chatter going on between Alonso's engineer and Alonso and Perez's engineer and Perez. Wow, no, I didn't right, see that. About, um, so basically um, Alonso didn't have the pace with his petrol engine, but he had no. plenty of battery, battery left. Right. And so when he did those overtakes, right, Alonso was very, very good at, at – at, um, he was very good at getting um, like – uh, getting Perez off his game, right? oh, getting him to go offline yeah. and that sort of thing, because yeah. he plays the defensive game, plays driving. Hard. Yeah, very much so. And yeah. um, and even when he was behind and attacking, it was enough to put Perez off. But you hear that the, both the engineers talking to the 
um, drivers and they're basically saying, right, we're on the second last lap. Just just hold the overtake button. Just burn burn the battery. Let's go. We got we got yeah. power. Let's go. And um and that that so basically those guys just pretty much did the whole last lap with their fucking overtake button pushed and yeah all that sort of thing. It was just it was a lot of fun to watch. So yeah, the 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 I mean, you just thought the entire time Perez was going to overtake him. He had to. He had the better car, of course. He's, yeah. he's a great driver. You just thought it was going to happen, and then he got it. And you just every single time that happens, it's over. Yeah, of course. They just Not go up into the distance. The faster car, it's hard to overtake, but once you get across, you're off into the distance. And that motherfucker at 42 took the place back. Yes. Insane. And did you see him like hug afterwards? The press oh, conference? that was nice. That was nice. Which was good. It was like they basically both said straight out, it was very professional. It was a great battle. 100%. And, and, and lots of respect, but hard fight. And it was good to watch. And that's what they love. And that's the thing. That's the thing I think people don't get is like, obviously, it's important to win. But yes. ultimately, all these guys are fucking animals of what they do. Yes. And the fastest car generally wins. Yes. They just fucking love racing. Yeah. They were happy. Oh, it was nice seeing Paris happy. Yeah. Good. Mm. Mm. First time in a while. Yeah. All right. Let's have a look at this next fucking right. Hendo Rex. What do we got here? Instagram. What? Real. Yeah. I... Dude, chill. Elon. Elon, chill. Cooper's beer lovers, we need your help. We've got eight high-tech AGVs, aka our robots. They're on a mission to move and stack hundreds of pallets of beer every day. But we need your help to give all eight a name. Click the link and cast your vote today. What the fuck? Calling all Cooper's beer. So basically, Coopers have got these robots that move pallets of beer around. You want to know something really weird? When I was there in June, I didn't see them. Uh, well, my, my first question I was, saw robots, hey, whoa, whoa, but whoa, whoa, I didn't whoa. see those robots. It's bad. I want to see the robots. What's going on there? My first question was like, is this real? Because like this whole warehouse has obviously been configured. Like, are these electric? You can see it. Is it like a tram with yeah. the thing at the top touching the thing? Or is that just oh yeah, like on wire, like a wire above it or something. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah, maybe. But how do? But how does this work? How are they knowing what to move around? I don't know. That's, I don't know. Artificial intelligence, I suppose. Right. Let two questions. One, do you think this is real? Two, yeah. do you think this is good? Uh, both. I think it's real. I think it's good. Good for who? The robots. <laughs> mm. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Next one. Facebook watch. I've got like 50 Hendo reacts this week. That's this is two weeks worth. All right. Here we go. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. I've been, yeah, been saving this one up. New brew. Let's in the Adelaide Hills is set to shake up oh, the e beer market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E I don't need to watch this because we don't, oh, don't want to play. I don't want to play the whole of 10 news. We will get copyright strike for it. Um, okay. okay. So we were talking about the, this last week, right? This EB with the fucking electrolytes in it and that sort yep. of thing. And you know what electrolytes are? No. Salt. Okay. That's good. That's it. It's, it's a goza. Oh. So this is a pretty solid marketing then, right? Well, yeah. 
It's a goza. Drink, drink, go to, go to fucking Leipzig. Drink a fucking goza. It's, it's salt dick IPA, but twenty years later, more salt. <laughs> All right, next one. Right. One in hospital after Australia's biggest brewery, Yatala, evacuated amid reports of fumes. This More is today. Do you see this? News. The federal no. government has announced this it will today. hold a review into yesterday's major Optus outage. Oh, no, fuck that. Don't play the video. Just, just, just scroll the article. Oh, I'm scrolling the article. People Two members are in the hospital. Gold Coast Brewery Hospital had asked if fumes sparked an emergency response. Did not come. It says the source didn't come from its Yatala site. Uh, staff suffered from stinging eyes before up to 100 workers were evacuated from the premises. Holy shit. Um, authorities of brewery observations, 1 p.m. today. Wow, that's really interesting. Uh, I wonder hmm. what happened there. Interesting, isn't it? What, what do you think it could be that stings the eyes and sends people to hospital? Well, lots of things in a brewery, you know. I mean, but it's the has to be a gas of some sort, right? If it's, well, the if chiller it's... system in Yatla, as as is most big breweries, is ammonia. Mm. But there's oh, but yeah. there's hardcore ammonia alarms, and ammonia would do more than sting your eyes. Yeah. Um. That 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 will you know it's it's very ammonia is very environmentally friendly, but it will really mess up your day. Right. You know. Um. So yeah. Well, I hope everyone's well, okay and. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Brewery safety so, is very, very fucking important. BT Breweries are very dangerous. Oh, places. this is the one that this is, I just read out. This post. Yes, you did. Yes, that's the post I, had I this read out. Up for you, oh, sorry, you mate. Sorry, that's okay. That's all good. Just took the ball by the horns there, really, didn't definitely. I? Okay. Well, that's all the Hendo reacts. I've reacted. Okay. All right. Twelve questions. Let's, um, let's send it. Send the twelve questions. All right. So we have. Episode 100, which is not a celebration, but I'll let people know that it was episode 100. Let's see what we're working with. I can't believe we've done 100 episodes. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? I didn't think we'd make it. We should be fucking celebrating, mate. We should be celebrating. Crack a beer. Celebrate. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You go tell tell your mate fucking Taki Moore. Just make a different bet. Make it make it a slightly different bet. Like a why don't you make a bet that involves like a physical challenge? Like if you lose something, you have to do like a thousand push-ups or something in the gym or whatever. Yeah. Because it's a physical group, makes more sense. Maybe. You need to drink beer to support your customers. I know, I know I do. I know. I didn't think that one through. I no. thought I was gonna make, do the thing I said I was gonna do. All right. Louis G. First of all, congratulations huh. on this important milestone. Question, colon. No, no uppercase. Are you going to celebrate either 100th or second second birthday? Oh, that's a good point. Really? No. Second birthday? Well, 100. Well, yeah, 100. What, a, what date we was did our one first a week episode? and we're up to 100. And we just, yeah, but we, we missed a couple back. of weeks. What date was our first uh, episode? I don't know, but I think he's suggesting it'll be coming up at some point. Are we going to celebrate Indeed. it? The answer is probably I think no. so. It is about this time of year. Okay, let's have a look. Ask Chat GPT. <laughs> oh, okay. You ask Chat GPT and I'll look up our website. Doesn't know. I've, I don't pay for Chat GPT. So, did you I see the um, Did you see the OpenAI announcement this week? Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Did you see the OpenAI announcement this week? I did. The GPTs. The GPTs. You yeah, could actually make a Dan wild. Norris. Um, I know. 
Do you know what it's see, like? Um, you see Elon's one? He's got he's got like a base GPT, where this is like it makes just is like sarcastic and not woke and shit. Yeah, it's, right. It's fucking um shit's getting out I of think, control. I think it's very much like uh have you do you watch Black Mirror? I have. There's an episode called San Junipero. It's very much like that. Where your consciousness is stored in a computer to preserve right. you forever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't buy it. I, I get mm. it. I don't buy it. I, I think there's so much way more confusing shit that people just don't understand about humans. No, we're, we're complex creatures. Very complex. All right, so 20, no, 20, September 2021. Oh, wait. Wait, we're fucking really past two years. Is that really? Actually, really? 22nd of September. September 2021. Hmm. Wow. Well, there you go. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, look at us. Okay. Well, well the answer your question is no, we're not celebrating any of these milestones. No, we're not obviously. doing shit. <laughs> okay. No, we're celebrating 112, aren't we? Or 120? Yeah, something like that. We'll just fucking say which one it is because I want to celebrate, Hendo. 112. 112. Okay, we'll celebrate 112. All right, Louis G question. Who the fuck is Louis G? That's a, that's a pretty good question. That's a very good question. Do you know? Um, no, I don't either. Do you actually not know who who Louis G? No, is? I don't know. I could. I can tell us. I think. I think I could try and recognize him if I saw him. Well, Paul James says Louis G equals Aaron, so Dan can put things in without appearing like he cares. I don't. I don't believe that either. So, so Louis G could be like Aaron's like burner account. Is that is that what mm. he's suggesting there? Mm. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Too much effort. Yeah, definitely not Aaron. Um, Aaron's yeah. All right, Paul James. Question: Colin, is there going to be a launch party slash twelve pre-sale of the Adam beer? Well, we tried to yes. progress this forward this week, didn't we, with the whole design yes. thing. Do you want to fill the listeners in on what happened there? What's that? The... We tried to design the can. Oh, we had the Facebook this. chat group with the yeah. design thing. Mm. Um, yeah, and it quickly degenerated into, like, fart jokes and stuff. It was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> it crashed and burned really quick. You yeah, had those Facebook chats. With... And you know who crashed and burned it? Well, it wasn't me because I came in at it the was end. Adam Shell. Oh, of course it was. So to answer the question, launch party probably not. We don't even know what, how to design the can. No. Um, pre-sale. Yes, it's I suppose we could really, do that. Isn't it? It's their beer. Yeah. They're going to sell the beer. Yes. I'm confused about who. Like, if this is, if there's so many people involved in this beer, like I don't know who's taking point on this. You know what I mean? I don't know either. We're just along for the ride. It's almost as yes, it's just we like are along for the ride. We're not even we don't even exist, really. Right. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm yeah, fine with that. I'm cool. All right. Add it. Last week's show was great. Such good banter. Should do more of oh, them. That's good. Thank you. Very good. We need more guests. We do need more guests. Yeah, definitely. All right, Maddie Wilson. Not that one. The other one. Yeah, there is a few from yeah, Moss. That's true. Has a cracking story. Oh yeah, get him on. Mm. Mm. I did piss him off by. Um, commenting in a Facebook group and 
about a comment he made about Black Flag and I stood up for them and told him his comment was bullshit. And I feel like he might hate me now. But I've known uh, him for many years and I think it'll be fine. And I love him. I don't so think I hope he's, that counts for something. He's not one to hold a grudge. Hopefully not. But let's um but definitely let's um um uh let's get him on. Uh, hopefully I'll see him this weekend and I'll I'll sort it out. I'm keen. Let's do that. Yes. Okay. Were any tyrannas harmed in the making of this one? Harmed in the making of what? Well, he replied to Paul James' comment about the launch party, Maddie Wilson, and last week's episode. Were any tyrannas harmed in the making of this one? Mm. Like, I don't understand what don't that know. means. I should I understand. Know. I like cars. I don't yeah, like me too. Third runners, but Do you like tyrannas? Nah. Ford. I don't fuck with Holden. Just hold them together. Don't say that to a Commodore right man. <laughs> Just hold them together, mate, you know. Barely holding together. Right, Adam Fair Shell. Enough. Question. Should we challenge Hendo to enter a CrossFit competition with his newfound zest for life? Yes. No, I don't do CrossFit. I don't do CrossFit. Don't worry, if you don't do CrossFit, it's fine. He has a, he replied to his own comment, and then he said he has another suggestion, triathlon. No, um, but I will deadlift shit. Mm, triathlon's good. Why not triathlon? I can't really swim well. I can't swim either. Did um, you own a boat? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely can't swim. What about... so? so That's why you keep driving it? into land. <laughs> That's a good point. My boat is amphibious. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. <laughs> what about the Hiker Brewing Co. Trail Run? There you go. What about that? I, I would do that. Yes, totally would do a run. Okay. Should we do that as part of the celebrations of 112 episodes? Do sure, a run? why the fuck not? <laughs> All right. Darren Gittens, you know that guy? Yeah. Um, question one, are you surprised at the amount of money filter raised? What did they raise? I'll check it now. It's it's very yeah. close to two million dollars. I'm going to take this one and say absolutely. This was extremely fucking surprising to me. Oh my that god, is very 2. surprising. Two point one five million at a sixty million dollar valuation. Unbelievable. When good drinks are worth less than that, mm. and this company has like six to seven million dollars of debt. Shocked. Yeah. I think I think it's this is going to change crowdfunding. I think this is like the it's like the bubble bursting. This is the moment. I think. How so? I just think the valuations are completely out of sync with what's happening in the economy to to a point where it's it's not it's not sustainable. It's like yeah, this market now the crowdfunding market bears no resemblance to reality. That's a big change for you from a year ago, mate. It is well. I'm just. It's not a big change. I'm just even two years ago when we started this podcast. It's not a big change. I'm just telling you what I think. I told you what I think then. I tell you what I think now. Yeah, fair enough. You don't agree. I think you. I you think, think your filters were filtered with six and a half million dollars debt. Yes. And losing money, declining yes. is worth sixty yes. million dollars. But here's the go, and here's where I've been consistent. It's all all the crowdfunding. It's always been that way. Silly valuations on companies that aren't particularly profitable. 
Yeah, but they're growing. Startups, uh, the entire yeah, but they're not history profitable. of startups. <laughs> yeah, but startups are never profitable. The entire history of startups is they're not profitable, they're growing, therefore there's a chance they could become something that's worth a fuckload of money. Yeah. This company is not growing, it's not profitable, but it's still got a startup valuation. It literally makes no sense. Yeah. It's very strange. Anyway, Let's see what happens. Answer the question. All right. Sunshine Coast is bidding for craft beer capital. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry. One more. Darren Gittins. Is there a better craft beer mecca in this country than Marrickville? Oh. Paul James, Sunshine Coast is bidding for craft beer capital. Yeah. Marrickville's good. Sunshine Coast is good. You can't compare, uh, I mean, you can't compare Sunshine Coast to Marigold. Let's be fair about that. Like, no. Sunshine the, the, Coast is a gigantic geographic area. Yes, compared and you've to got to drive a long way between the breweries. Yeah, a massive way. It's not It's not, not mm. a comparable thing. Yes. It's, it's like Sunshine Coast is almost a fucking state. Marigold yeah. is like a suburb. Yes. Um, That's a good question, though. Who? What is the... Mecca. What is the Mecca? It used to be Melbourne. It used to be Geelong. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Mark River. Uh, Gold Coast. It's so many. Not Gold Coast. So many. But Marrickville's still good. I love Marrickville. Marrickville in terms of, what, what about Collingwood? Collingwood also good. Not that many breweries though. Oh, there's quite a Only few. A handful. Some good ones. But a handful. We got what do you got? Drinking there. What are you what are you drinking there? What do you mean? Are you having a glass of red? No. What was that? No, no, no. Not that fucking hand. I... Your what? left hand. Okay. Your sorry. left hand. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck off. That one. No. Don't, don't be doing that. I'm pretty sure I, just, I saw a glass of red. I just listened to an interview with David Blaine on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I fucking right. know how to do you this. You just shit, David okay? Blaine me. <laughs> that was a glass of red. No, it's a glass of red. I lost a bet. I can't drink beer for two yeah. <laughs> It should be my glass of red. <laughs> Cheeky. Yeah, fuck beer. I like red wine. All right. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, all right, one more, I think. Um, are we going to answer the question? No, I don't think we answered what was that. The question? Marrickville, craft, yeah, craft go, it's Mecca. great. Collingwood's good. Um, where's the, if you if you wanted to get a beer and have a hundred percent confidence it was going to be good, and choose a random brewery in a certain location, what would your location yes. be? So the question is. How? What was the question? Well, you want you want to not get a bad beer. You know yes. the beer is going to be great. Yes. You have to randomly choose the brewery, but you can choose the location. What location? Oh, the actually the the area. Yeah. Where I know yeah. I'm going to get a good beer. Yeah. Marrickville would definitely be up there. Marrickville would be up there. Um, because there's a lot of good good breweries in that area. You know. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, on that basis, I would also say Collingwood. Mm. 
See, I feel like and then, the, Collingwood's the one. Uh, yes, in my opinion, definitely Collingwood. There's it's so impossible many... to get a bad beer in Collingwood. True. Yeah. Holly Rose, Fixation, Stompo. Bodriggy. Bodriggy. Yep. Uh, That's kind of bad. Mill, the mill's but, still yeah. there? The mill's still there? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. It's just all yeah, very good. good. Yeah. And if you count the bars as well, even yeah. better. Even better. So there's yeah. so many good bars in that area. That's kind of where I gravitate towards when I go to Melbourne. So, yeah. So, mm. all right. Last one. Daniel Pinto, in your opinion, what is the smallest but yet profitable brewery set up business model that could justify licensing and operational costs? I love this question already. It's longer, mm. though. Um, the farm to can. Oh, he's given us options. Fuck. This motherfucker is switched on. The farm to can, farm yes. to pint, farmhouse breweries in America seem to be financially stable, family operated and profitable. Would that fit in Australian market? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, as in a farmhouse brewery? Yeah, farm to farm to can, farm to pint. Already farmhouse exists. brewery. Got dollar bill. Well, that's not a, that's not that's not a farm to pint, it's a farm. is it? Totally farm. They don't even brew. It's still a farmhouse brewery, a blendery, and that sort of thing. So no, he's talking. Isn't he, is he not talking about? Doesn't farm to can mean you're growing the malt? Oh, okay. Yeah, didn't think about that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Let's okay. One scenario is he, he is talking about, another is he's just talking about places that blend beer. And if you don't have a brewery and just blend beer, obviously it's going to be cheaper and probably potentially mm-hmm. more profitable. But it's not a mm-hmm. brewery, is it, if you're not actually brewing beer? No, that's true. It's a good question, though. What's what's most financially stable? I've got an answer. Have you got an answer? No. What's this your is answer? What I think, this is what I think the answer is. I think the answer, if, if you're in Queensland, is, and I haven't done this because my history is much different to this, but my answer is you have a venue that is very good at hospitality. Mm-hmm. It does a good chunk of your business in food and a small chunk of your business in beer. Um, you brew there. You consume about 50% of what you brew there at the venue. Like you sell that to customers in takeaway, but mostly beer consumed yep. on site if you can get the fifty percent of revenue. Well and then you have a really good, efficient way of selling the rest of it um without hiring staff to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't have a sales team, don't have any of the overheads. You just have a way of distributing that beer to venues yes. locally, whatever that is, white label or whatever that is. Um you stay under the excise limit. You yes. do mostly you do higher ABV beers at a good price, support the local community. And to me, that is possible as a profitable business in 2020. Yes. The yes. rest of it is is going to be extremely fucking difficult. Yes. Thoughts? Uh, I would agree. Um, uh, yeah, you need a lot of capital if you want to get big. The valley of death has shifted. Mm. The game has changed. Even just just mm. what I said about the Bolter thing this afternoon, like the amount 
the amount of money that is being poured in that the distro they have the production they have yeah and that's one brand out of five brands that was on at that venue yes. yeah it's mad it's mad it's mm. it's it's over it's kind of over the market has matured it's not a hobby anymore leave it there Good work mate was that a positive ending or a negative? I think it was. I think it was like uh, it left questions and left people wondering. Oh wow! What, okay. what we're going to do next? Because we're actually hundred. We could retire. I know what we're going to do. We're going to do episode one hundred and one and not celebrate that either. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, good chat as always. Uh, I'll see if I can get Maddie Wilson on. Yeah, let's do that. And thank you to the, to the twelve for asking the questions because it, it yes, is absolutely. It is we we can't do this show without twelve. It would be half the length. Yeah. Okay. And can we start planning episode 112? Because I, I, I yes. like to celebrate things. I want to mark the moment too. I think that's a great idea. Let's do that. We'll take that or... no, oh, we'll... offline. Okay. No, but we'll take that offline. Totally. <laughs> Love your work, mate. See you next week. I'll, I'll get to editing and take all the links out of YouTube. Bye-bye. Yeah, indeed. <laughs>